Welcome back to the Unnamed Podcast. I'm Deborah Morton with Clarion Real Estate here today with Judy Jernigan with? With Sage and Grace Realty Group. Sage and Grace Realty Group and John. John. Um, I just looked at the camera. John Realtors. John Anderson and Rich. Rich Zeglovich, also with Space and Town Realtors. <clears throat> Welcome. We're so glad to have you. It's almost Halloween, and we want to talk about ghost stories. <laughs> I know, we'll get to AI. I love a good haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one with the best haunted house story. Well, I've, you know, I feel like houses, you get a feeling from them the minute you walk in, uh -huh. right? I mean, some of them seem great, like, and the, the expression good mojo. Yes. There are some houses that have great mojo. And then there are other houses, as soon as you walk in, something's a little off. Creep factor. Yeah, creep factor. And I've renovated a lot of houses. And I've been in houses before where I've gotten the fear, as my friends call it. You know, I'll be there by myself late at night renovating. And then all of a sudden, it'll just come over me. Something's not right here. And that's happened a few times. But one of my best haunted stories was in the middle of the day. A young couple, I was, had just met them. And they were a young, attractive couple, and we went to look at a big old house on North Dru in North Druid Hills. I can't remember what street it was on. But it was a beautiful old house, but it was kind of overgrown, and you could tell the last occupant was probably the last place they ever were. And it um, had not been renovated. The kitchen was just a little string of countertop with a refrigerator standing free on the wall and a stove over there. I mean, it looked like 1920. And... I went upstairs to sort of scout it out, and it was so eerie that I got scared. I was in the middle of the day, I almost turned around and ran out, and I was opening doors slowly and looking behind, and I was convinced I was going to see the old lady in the rocking chair there. So did you sell it? No. We, we all ran screaming. We ran screaming. Uh, I bought a haunted house. You did? I, I, well, I, I always felt like it was haunted until I had a conversation with them um, and explained what I was doing and why I was there, what my intentions were with the house, and some of the odd, weird things that were happening kind of slapped off after that. But it was my an house is haunted. What's that? My house is haunted. Oh, currently? Yeah, Mr. George. Was he one of the owners? Yeah, he was the original owner. And the house, I mean, I got a good deal on my house because nobody bought it. But yeah, so Mr. George, he passed away at the house, and I mean, I don't, I, I know where I'm going, so I like, I just assumed he was there too, but he's still with us. He's still hanging out. Yeah, you can hear noises every now and then. I'm like, Mr. George, I'm trying to go to sleep, yeah. and then he leaves me alone. <laughs> I, I bought a house one time, and I bought it from the original owner. I became friends with the one. She lived right across the street from me. And she and her husband built the house. And so I was very friendly with her, but I had never met the husband. He had passed away 10 or 15 years earlier. And I was there working on the house, and I packed up all my, I, I got the fear at this house. Judy's and like, I, I packed up all my stuff and went home, <laughs> and I was showering, and I picked up my clothes, and a little piece of paper fell out of my clothing. And I, I bent down and picked it up. And it was his name printed on a little piece of paper. And he was like a, a water meter inspector. And when he inspected the meters, he would put this down that he had inspected by, uh, I can't even think of his name now. But 
and I looked at that and I just, I made my peace with him. I said, I know this is your house. I'm just, I'm here now and it's all good and I respect it and, and everything was good after that. Well, the, the house I was talking about, so I rented it before I bought it and I found out that the woman I rented it from, she had moved out of it you know, 20 years earlier because she lived there with her husband and her daughter and her husband, this is in Germantown in Nashville, got hit by a car not too far from the house and, and died and she couldn't stomach living there anymore, but she also couldn't stomach selling it. So that's why she rented it. And I learned that after I got there, because when I was going through the house, deciding if I want to rent it or not, like Rich said, I was in this bathroom that was really oddly shaped because it's an 1850s row house. And so the light switches are on this wall and the door's way over here and the door was closed. And I was like, so I looked and I was like, okay, I can see the handle, I can hit the lights and grab the handle and I hit the lights and I missed the handle and then I couldn't find it. And all of a sudden the fear, like he said, came over me and I was like flipping on the lights like, what was that? And kid you not, so the night before I actually bought the house, this whole bathroom area, I was taking a bath and I'm closing the next day and I go to turn the water off because the bath is full and I'm sitting in it. Wouldn't turn off. Just right there all, all went out, I had to turn the water at the meter off. So. I always felt like in that, that area of the house, you know, the bathroom area was where, whatever it was, you know, where he lived. And so when I remodeled that area, that's when I explained, you know, my piece and I'm fixing everything. <laughs> so. Judy, you have to have some. You're from I'm Virginia. I'm my brain. The houses are old. No hauntings? No. I can't She's like, no, single. don't. I don't I mean, do that. I definitely, well, I think that's part of it is I'm not real receptive to it because I would not be able to handle it. Um, I do believe in real estate karma, living or dead. I know, I have absolutely no doubt in real estate karma. That will, real estate <laughs> karma is real. Very, very much so. And when it's good, it's really good. And those are the houses that people walk into and they immediately think, Feel it. I want to be here. I want this to be my house. And when you get one of those listings, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody should live in a house like that yeah. with, the good, with the good juju. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I guess we really should talk about AI. That was our topic, but Halloween is Hall coming. Well, Halloween, um, I will say listing photos, this isn't as fun as your guys' stories, but take down your Halloween decorations for listing photos, please. Oh, yeah. I have seen some homes still for sale in November, December, January with the big spider in the living room and the right. picture and the faux cobwebs all over the... Yeah, not not doing yourself any favors, getting your home sold with the Halloween decorations. I have a friend who's listing a house that the person passed away in recently, and he's going to have the different religions come through and like clean nice. the house, cleanse the house, so that he can. Since he he says he has to disclose that the person passed away, so he said that's going to be at least something that he can say. But mm -hmm. I did do this, and I know in Nashville they have um, like the hospital or this big building that was. Um, a Civil War hospital that they turned into condos. Now, can you imagine selling that? Because, you know, Civil <laughs> well. War hospital. And they did the same thing. They, they had every religion come through and, like, cleanse it. So the Atlanta, uh, uh, come on, the old history here in Atlanta with the, the old hospital and the cemetery. Which We're going to have to circle back to this. There yeah. are some good Atlanta haunted oh, sure things to do in October. Oh, yeah. The, the um, 
Oh, the cemetery tour for yeah. Halloween. Oakland we have tickets cemetery? to that. Oakland Cemetery. Oakland, that's it. Yes. Oakland Cemetery is a very popular thing. Yes, unfortunately, those tickets sell out really fast. Yeah. So um, we, we were. I've never done it because it's not my thing. We went down to Serenby. Yeah, we, didn't we go down to Serenby and they had a Headless Horseman outdoor play <laughs> that was interactive? You actually walked around with them? Yeah. The paid haunted houses are a big deal in Atlanta now. Yeah. I, I do seek out ghost tours when I go to visit different towns because I can, yeah. yeah, Savannah, Charleston, huh? even like Old Town, um, San Diego was a really good one years ago. <laughs> but uh, but there, I don't do any of them. There, it's it's oh, yeah. not inside haunted houses. No, I'm not houses. afraid. I just like, I, I, no, I'm I'm neutral. Hmm. I'm it's I'm like neutral on ghost tours, like I am politics. <laughs> Neutral. <laughs> it's, it's just a good way to be out and about in the evening, and it's usually it's a walking tour of like the downtown area. And you see and... the historical buildings. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like the the haunted house that they bring in every year. It's like top ten in the country. It's it's usually just north um, of eighty five, but they move it's it. It's a traveling show. Well, no, it comes. Yeah, it comes back every year. It's huge. Hmm. And talk about they got it's scary. I don't know what it's called. They change the theme every year, but it's a lot of the same equipment, but they scare the crap out of you. Like they're hiding and- Oh, yeah. that kind of- Oh yeah, oh. they jump out. Okay. You're spaced out. Yeah, we should all go do that together. I'm not going. Oh yeah. My husband went to Emory. His fraternity would do that as a big fundraiser for some children's group every year. They would do a big haunted house. Yeah. Oh, haunted AI. <laughs> the next scary thing. AI. I know. <laughs> I AI is not scary. Speaking of things that scare you, yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, I think it could be scary or it could be wonderful. We're on the cusp. It is scary right now because there's no brakes on it. Yeah. But apparently, uh, writers are already suing because of copyright infringements. Right. And the AI bots, the AI is learning off of people's copyrighted work. Right. And that's not okay. I guess it's being sorted through in the courts right now. But yeah. in real estate, we've been using AI for a while yeah. I, on a lesser scale, but it's right. getting ready to be. Uh, well, I think when it's going to really, when they've perfected, and I think they already have perfected it, I think people just don't know all the applications they can use it for, is when it alters your facial Yes. Expressions and your speech. Are you kidding? I look awesome with my AI image. <laughs> my Snapchat filters. <laughs> well, you're a cat. But your voice too. So, yes. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a, a, you know, a whole different voice with a British, no Australian accent would just be spectacular. But and they can do that. Well, with I AI. saw one uh, a couple days ago where you have AI. You're, you're translated into another language, mm -hmm. and the AI changes your facial movements so that you are speaking it very clearly and it looks like you're speaking another language. So there is an AI persona that is about to be on our training website. Oh, really? And it's a person and she's just doing the instruction. And she's not real at all. She, no, because you just type in a script. Are you, so, is she reading your script? Yeah, or? we can type in the script and then she can instruct from our website to the new agents who join us that can learn from the AI. It's not perfected yet, but yeah. I would think by next year, by 2024 it will be, it's moving that quickly. Yeah. Well, that's what, that, um, at the Tom Ferry Summit, that there was the AI software that you record yourself in a video 
and I guess it turns everything into text and then you just, you do your editing in the actual text and it changes. Yeah, so if you say, um, um uh, yeah. or like. Well, it could also, you can remove, you can take a sentence from the end of your speech, put it at the beginning and it will alter everything so that it all matches up. Can you imagine what the hackers are gonna do with this? Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> it's called a deep fake, right? Yeah. 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 Well, can, can, I mean, think about the scary part is between banking and there's no cash left in society and, and everything we do. Now we have AI. And like, if I, if I were smart enough to impersonate you with AI, the things you what, could do. What could I say? <laughs> the power you would wield. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not devious enough, though. I'd have to think really hard. Like, well, what would I, I do with that? <laughs> I have a friend who is who speaks Italian, and I don't speak a word of Italian, but I want to get the AI software to create a speech for him in Italian and just start speaking conversationally, and he, will, he won't understand it at all. His head will pop off. Huh. Well, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Get that on video. Hmm. But, come on. Listing descriptions have improved since AI hit real estate. Oh, oh yeah. Faster anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, faster. You can tell when they're better. a book. Yeah. It's a lot of adjectives. Just the other day when we were coming up with a market report, it was amazing. Like I literally took a second, went into MLS, created a, I think, I don't remember, I think it was an average price point over five years for condos in Midtown spit out a spreadsheet, went over to chat GPT, said, you know, write a marketing report that a realtor would give to a client, give it an eighth grade reading level, quote, drop the data, just literally cut and pasted, not like uploaded, drop the data. And it wrote the whole darn script. And then that we said, shorten so it helpful. too long, shorten it. And it would rewrite it and shorten it. And I think part of the key is knowing the prompts. The prompts yeah. Knowing the prompts yeah. to that use. That sounds great. I but, yeah. A client who is going through a divorce, so he um, wants to buy a new home, but it's we've got to wait for the divorce process to happen. And he's like, okay, the divorce is finally finalized. I'd like to get together in a week or two. I'm trying to figure out how to say congratulations. Like that's yeah. not the right. I <laughs> uh, don't know him that well. Um, so I used. There's your prompts. Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. Those are the prompts. And they gave me some words that worked for me. I think it was you know, wishing you all the best in this next, in this new chapter. My mom's going to be so happy that I finally know how to fill out a card with the appropriate words. Yes. <laughs> I can use ChatGPT for it. Yeah, I met a client today who has started a new business to streamline contracts for venture capital funding because each one is different with each business. And so instead of writing it specifically each time, it understands what the parameters are you know, you put you have some input, of course, and then it will create the 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 contract and streamline it. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, That's but it was interesting. So after using it repetitively, it's going to continue to get smarter and right, smarter. Exactly. And literally, but I did hear on another podcast recently, though, that the expectation is AI is going to actually increase the number and types of jobs. Not you know, it's one of the fears is. AI is going to make jobs go away, right. but it opens up a whole plethora of additional things that right. I, I 
don't know what those will be. I'm just excited about it. I'm excited about it helping us with things that we do over and over and over again that maybe we won't have to do as over and over again or forms that we have to fill out that is, doesn't really take a lot of skill to fill in the blank. It's our knowledge is no substitute for that. But if somehow we can make filling in the blanks a little bit easier or faster. Well, I think it'll increase that. efficiency. And the same thing with, you know, the voice changing. You could send an email and this is not so much deep fake, you're sending a message to a group of people and it will change the name and the way your lips are moving so that you can send out an e-blast to a lot of people all at once, a video e-blast. Custom and it's customized it's to each person. Yeah. You know what's gonna be really interesting though is like with our, our newer and younger agents who are already more tech naturally tech savvy like like you don't have to teach them how to use all the tools and tech in the trade um but what i already see is how they prone they are to just google their information or use the tech that's available how how the impact and i'm not talking about like in 2024 but maybe in 10 years like i can't even extrapolate in my head what the agents and sales and uh, service are going to look like 10 years from now because of it. Yeah, it's just like when the iPhone came out, we could never have imagined right? what it looks like today back then. It's exciting to be part of time. I mean, like when <laughs> when AOL and dial-up came out, it like changed everything, but it was a slow process. The speed with which AI is is being yeah. absorbed, it's kind of mind-blowing. It's like you know? you, my limited imagination can't, can't foresee mm -hmm. what it's going to turn into. I mean, I'm, I'm imagining that it's about efficiencies and reaching yeah. more people and higher sales and better revenue, but what, where, when do you hit the wall with it? And better customer service is what I like to imagine. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. AI is going to take us from a world of scarcity to a world of... Non-scarcity, abundance. abundance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a funny video the other day, and it was clearly tongue-in-cheek, but it was like this kid was at a city council meeting, and he basically was telling them that um, he was ready to receive his ten thousand dollars a month. I to, saw that. Did you? Yeah. And it, it was like you can see it, that somebody it made the viral round. Yes, yeah. he wanted well, to get paid. <laughs> economies will still happen, but we just won't have anything to do with them. We'll just live our lives. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Vacation. Well, there's no getting away away from it. AI's here. Yeah. 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 Well, what is today's 25th, 25 years is Google's 25th birthday today, I think. I heard. Oh, oh, wow. Is it really? Uh -huh. So I think it young. Was 25 such years such ago a baby. <clears throat> It'd be interesting to go back and actually see what Google looked like 25 years ago. Google had AI working under wraps for years. I think I heard 2012. Um, they were really pressing into it, and it was kind of secret mm -hmm. and it's just in the last three years that it really is getting but now with all the pop-up the the tech startup companies I mean like right here in Atlanta we're full of tech startups so there's no telling well I'm just scared of when they take the AI and put it in the robot Star Wars baby well yeah but <laughs> we'll I mean have like droids the, the Boston, everywhere Boston Dynamics <laughs> robots that can walk around all they need is that have you seen foundation Yes, I have seen it. You have a Roomba. 
No, I don't, because I'm scared of it. I'm going to vacuum your toes off one of these days. Go crazy. Yeah. Vacuum your... I wish I had a Roomba. I want a Roomba that also does dishes. Okay. Okay, well, that was awesome. We went from Halloween and... Into other scary stuff. Into other scary stuff with AI. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Join us again. <laughs> Follow for, for more on YouTube and all the places you listen to your favorite podcasts. We are uh, here in Atlanta. I'm Deborah Morton with Clario Real Estate with Judy Jernigan, Sage and Grace Realty, Rich Zeglovich, and John Anderson, Space in Town. Uh, we're here to help you with all your real estate needs and have a really good time doing it.